Looking to buy or sell a home? Make sure you have the knowledge you need with a professional home inspection from National Property Inspections Fort Wayne, covering hundreds of homes' vital systems from roof to foundation. MPI also offers radon, mold, and pest inspections to give you complete peace of mind. Plus, every home inspection comes with a free six-month warranty. NPI is a veteran-owned, family-operated business that's proud to serve our local community. Call 260-705-9835 to schedule your inspection with MPI, Fort Wayne's premier home inspection service. Get $25 off your home inspection when you mention code NPI25. Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. I am Tyler Morningstar, your host, and my co-host is... Carrie Morningstar, his you, mother. And there it is. Every time has to announce that I she's my mom. I have to say that I'm his mom. So we have a very special guest with us very today. Very prestigious guest today. Do we do the... Nope. Nope. There it is. There it is. We have... Well, actually, why don't you introduce our guest? Okay. I am proud to say that sitting across from me doing our podcast for the very first time, even though we've been doing this for over a year, is our broker, James Jim Bradley. And we're so happy to have you. That's why it's Century 21 Bradley, uh, because he is the broker, and we are very privileged uh, and honored to work for him and with him. Welcome, Jim. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. I'm excited about it. We are too. I, I was just telling Jim earlier... Normally, we prepare some questions or notes so people can be a little prepared, but Tyler and I felt that Jim is just so versed and so ready that all we have to do is fire a few things at him and he'll take off. So with that being said, not only are we wanting to talk about our market a little bit, but I want Jim to talk a little bit about our company and how we've grown and what you've done because you really have been a pioneer on a lot of things that have happened here. And I know uh, for being uh, a broker here with you, you offer so many wonderful things that you've incorporated to make it easy for us to sell real estate. So Jim, please tell us a little bit about Century 21 Bradley. Well, thank you, Carrie. Glad to be here. And you guys have grown with the company. I'm so glad to be with you guys. Tyler mentioned uh, what a great year he's having. And I said, well, that's congratulations. So yeah, we've been around since the late 70s, purchased the first Century 21 franchise. And I'm happy to say that we stayed with it and grew the company. And every year for 40 years in the last 10 years and five years we wake up and we're the number one producing Century 21 office in the world and we're really proud of that. So Stop. We, Say it one more time. In the world. So that means, you know, one time we had a small market share and now we have our market share has grown and grown and so we're the number one producer in our market, our company, Central Twenty One Bradley, in units and dollars and then also we became that in the state of Indiana and then all of a sudden 
over the years, we find out corporate says, hey, you're the number one producing office in the world in, in homes sold out of one office. So we're really proud of that. And we've got, we probably have more services, more technology. We're sitting in this podcast room, which I'm proud of. It's beautiful. We, we, we like it too. I know. It's great. You guys are taking advantage of it. <laughs> we have. So we, we just have a big focus on leadership. And um, obviously, we have core values and created a culture over here that in DuPont and I-69 that's propelled our company from doing $200 million to last year, we closed over a, a billion dollars. So we're really proud of that. And everybody's prospered. Our salespeople, our team leaders, our support staff, our leadership team. But most importantly, our customers have benefited from the services we have. So we sell their homes. And obviously, good times and bad times. And I've been through all these markets. So I know we're going to talk about the market, but I've been doing this so long. I've seen all these, what what they call in the economy world of recessions, you know. Mm -hmm. So we might be entering one. But meanwhile, we've just come out of the most incredible real estate boom in the history of the world, right? Because we had low interest rates for 10 years. And now they went up to everybody and everybody's thinking that the world's changed. It's like, no, it's fine. But yeah, I mean, we're we're going to have an adjusted market in the future. So, but yeah, I'm really proud of the company, and uh, we've got many builders and many top leaders and many top salespeople. They've won awards nationally, locally. Really proud of how the, all their connections in the in the community, like just with you, Carrie. I mean, you're connected to the community in so many ways. Right. Greater Fort Wayne, and the list goes on and on. Well, and I think that's the thing I appreciate with you too, Jim, is you get very involved with our community as well. And I don't think that you can sell real estate in our area if you don't know what's happening in our community. And I think that's one of the things that I value with you is that you are a forefront runner in making sure that we all have the information that we need to move forward. And I think that's one of the things that was interesting to us with this podcast was not so much to talk about the things that you know Century 21 Bradley does for the real estate estate agent, but what Century 21 Bradley does for our community and why uh, Century 21 should be considered uh, above any in regards to buying or selling a home or building. Yeah, so we have connections with Junior Achievement. In fact, we have a center now at Junior Achievement. If you go over there, we sponsor Junior Achievement. I was in Junior Achievement program for many, many years, taught these kids all these programs, which is awesome. But recently, I became a, on the board of directors for the Boys and Girls Club, and I'm with those folks every month, and it's pretty powerful to connect with all these guys, these leaders who are on the board of directors for the Boys and Girls Club, not just locally, but in the region and in the country. So it's really interesting to be connected to some of these powerful organizations that do a lot for the community. I've learned so much about the Boys and Girls Club in the last few years. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's amazing the things that are happening in Fort Wayne. It's just, and keeping a pulse on it is really important. Jim, you know, we talked a little bit just earlier, you had mentioned about the ups and downs and the roller coasters of real estate that you've seen in 40 years. And um, supposedly we're coming into a big recession. Um, Interest rates have jumped up and people are running around a little scared. What's going to happen? I can't afford a home now. In your past experience, what have you seen happen in regards to those things? Because you have seen the bubbles. Yeah. Well, the first law of real estate is, if you don't own any, is don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. So if you're in your 20s or 30s, that's a powerful comment to grasp because... You need to, you know, because if you buy one and you can lock in and you can ride the roller coaster ride. But we've only had a few. Like right now, because we're on the verge of maybe another rate increase, 
which is just the way it works because these rates have been historically low for 10 years. I mean, it, it does affect the consumer, especially with the world changing now with inflation being hot and heavy and everything going on. But I would, if you're, you know, I think you could take this seriously. You get, you have your own income and your own budget and, and you sit down with some people and you get some wisdom and counsel. But I would, if you're in a position to buy, I would probably, you're really investing in your life and in the future. It's an investment. And, um, you know, we don't know what this market's going to do. I mean, I've, I saw a collapse back in six, seven, eight, nine, ten. We call that a collapse. The market went down six, down seven, down eight, down nine, down ten. That means we had all this inventory and we couldn't sell it. But we came through that, and then all of a sudden, 2011, here we are, ten years, it went off. So that's maybe where we're at. We'll have a little adjustment. Prices are probably leveling off. I was talking to Rick Widman. He's like, Jimmy. He calls me Jimmy. <laughs> I got so many names. All good, I hope. Yes. <laughs> Jim Billion, James no, Bradley, Jimmy. So he said, Jimmy, the market's leveling off. Prices are leveling. And that's what's happened during these historical adjustment periods where the stock market dropped down a little bit, the market levels off. But you have to survive if you're a homeowner. So you have to either pay rent or make your investment every month in your house. So you people are renting. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll tap you on the shoulder and say, your rent's going up. If you buy a home, you can lock in your payment. Exactly. So, you know, there's a lot of advantages to owning real estate. Now, if you're going to move in a year or two, you probably don't want to be buying a house. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, so you either consider building new or buying use. And I would look at both. Most people don't look at new, but I would look at both if you're in a position. Of course, new homes start out probably... If you can now find one at two fifty or three hundred, you're probably fortunate. But that's how the world's changed. But there's a lot well, of advantages and disadvantages of both. And in previous episodes, and obviously you don't know this, we've talked about new financing options like arms are now coming back into play. Right. Right. So you you know, Three Rivers, for example, has that ten one arm, right? right? So you can build or buy, but you know, you can do an arm and you can always refinance or adjust later. Right. Well, I don't think historically either we're going to see rates. I've had people say, I'm going to wait till the rates come down. I don't think the rates are going to come down. I think we've been pretty spoiled with these really low interest rates. And for the young people, that's all they've ever seen is a two and a three. Jim, I know you've seen double digits. I know I've seen double digits. Do we, I think we're going to level out interest rate-wise? I do. I think our pricing in regards to homes... Uh, we're leveling out. We're not seeing appraisal gaps as much. We're not seeing uh, above, the waving of inspections. Yeah, or above uh, so much above the uh, listed price anymore. So those things, as they're benefiting by those coming down, you're going to have to you know pay that interest rate, and that's just how it is. But I do feel mortgage companies are getting very creative in making sure that the consumer can still buy. Well, and also if you zoom out, right? If you look at let's say data from the last 50 years, you know, a 6% interest rate is still very very low overall. Right. What's interesting about this particular market that we're in, so here we are September of 22 talking about the market. And so I I told everybody recently that real estate's a team sport. That means you better be connected to a lot of people and, and have you have your ears to the grindstone. But these buyers and sellers, you know, they're at the office and they're talking at the cooler or the coffee shop. And so they have their own view. And, of course, we have our own view. So we're kind of knowing what's going on. 
And so we put their house on the market and they're like, oh, well, we're going to wait till we get an offer with no appraisal, no inspection, multiple offers. I'm like, well, that's about a year ago, six months ago, market. Yeah. <laughs> right. The market's not that way anymore. And so it's so interesting about pricing a home today because before it didn't matter what you priced it at because you, you got multiple offers and it was like appraisers had to calm things down possibly. Actually, in this hot market the last year or two, we had appraisers telling me they were appraising a house for more than it was sold for. That's a shocker. Right. But now we're at a point in time where we need to go to realistic pricing. We should look at the comps. A year ago, two years ago, I, I mean, people look at the comps, they're like, just put the house on the market and it'll take care of itself. And the appraiser would have to come in and lay the law down and say, whoa, 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 this is way, this is 50,000 too high. You, I don't know how many, I don't care how many offers you had. But now we're at a market where that's probably not going to happen. You still get good activity. We just sold a house yesterday that we priced it to sell, what we call the sweet spot. You know, in the old market, you could price it at X, and all the offers would carry it up to another ten or twenty or thirty or forty thousand, right? Now that can still happen in this market if you price it what I call lower than normal. But right now, everybody wants to get top dollar, so you price it to sell, and you use the comps. So comps are really Powerful now. They weren't a year or two ago. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, That's you, very you could fair. name your price a year ago. Thank you. Yeah, but they're, they're, here's the problem: the buyers and sellers, they're not caught up with what's happened in the last three months. The first quarter of this year, January, February, March, was one thing, and then April it started to change. In the May, June, July, and August was another thing. Right. Especially the last sixty days. Ed McCutcheon he studies these numbers, and so does Rick Woodman. Like, look at what's happened. It's leveled out. And if a seller's not tuned into that. Or another realtor's not tuned into that, they missed the boat. And then all of a sudden you wake up and the house has been on the market 29 days. The house next door, the one I just sold, I, I, we just sold a house here yesterday, worked on it since March or April. And the house next door, without using any locations, it was listed like a certain price, like 380 and they dropped the price five or 10000 every week. Mm. Every week, I ran the history of this property and kept dropping it 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. And then I found out what it sold for. And I said to the agent, I said, what happened? He's like, well, you know, we priced it too high. Well, if you price it too high, you missed, you missed the market. The first week or two is when you have all this activity. It used to be the first 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it used to be like you had to show up the hours listed. Now you have... And even with that, you have sellers going, I got three more showings. I don't know if I want to take this offer. You're like, dude, this offer is like a home run. But I've never seen so many price adjustments in a market in the last six months because they came out of the gate with the old pricing strategy. Right. And now they're adjusting to catch up with the current market. And I think there's a lot of truth to that too. And and then I think the misnomer is the buyers still look at it and go, why is the house on the market 10 days? Right. Mm -hmm. Why is the market on house on the market 20 days? So I think pricing it out of the gate, like you said, is the most important part. I, we're past that, you know, being able to put any price you want on it. And you're right about comps. Before, you know, when I would do a market, someone would say, well, w what do you think? I go, it's kind of a best guess and by golly, I'm going to look what's sold in your neighborhood and then put the price on it per square footage or something like that. Now it's, I'm back to the comps and doing a comparative market analysis because that's how you're going to get to the sweet spot. Well, and, I, and I have a listing coming in the 3.5 and I was very blunt with them. I said, we are, the market is shifting. It is not 
the same for sellers where you just put a sign in the yard and it sells. You're going to have to fix some things in your home. Exactly. You're going to have to make a really good first impression. This is what this is what it takes now. We are shifting back. I use the quotes normal. So what I've been telling people is like last year was maybe an 11 out of 10, right? I say right. now we're probably at a 7 out of 10, 6 out of 10. We're starting to shift back a little bit. So it's it's also about preparing them like this is where we are now. So on that point, Tyler, I took pictures of this house in March, preliminary ones. She's like, what are you doing taking pictures? I said, I'm just taking pictures of what you got here. So relax. When we're done, I'm going to take pictures. It'll be the final thing, you know, mm-hmm. the drone and everything. So Vicky went out there with me and she's like, so we, maybe six weeks before I, I knew she was going to list it. I said, you're going on, you're going, you're going out of the country, right? She's like, yeah. I said, well, we should just sell your house or you're out of the country for a couple of weeks. She's like, really? I said, how would that work? I said, Hey, dogs and cats, you, you, you just act like you're on vacation, but nobody's going to know it. But we had to stage her go out there, transform the house. This this very sophisticated seller was like, wow. If I would have told her, she would have went, oh, I don't know. But when a woman stager, a professional stager says room by room, detail by detail, the staging and the pictures and the spec sheet and the marketing is everything. Mm-hmm. And... She couldn't believe it. She's. I got pictures before and after. It's like, hello. And most people just say, I'm good, you know, but they don't really comprehend what a stager does, a professional stager. We're talking every room. And I got the pictures before and after, like a loft. Oh, my goodness. I yeah, could, we've used Sarah before, and she's mm-hmm. been in here for a podcast. Sarah, Bella? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I've used her several times, and uh, she came in and did a podcast. Very interesting. Tyler did not want his wife to listen to it because there were too many things <laughs> that he thought was going to go cha-ching in his house. But she was fantastic. And you're right about that, Jim, because I have done some markets in March, and they've <laughs> called me now, and I said, hey, you know what? I have to redo the market because our current market is completely different from when I came out and and did a comparative market analysis on your home in March. Some have changed, some haven't, but some were drastically different. You know, I'm talking twenty, thirty thousand dollars different. I just experienced that. You're correct. And so and they would say, well why do you have to do a new, you know, comparative market analysis? Things are changing. It's just, this is the craziest market. That's why I tell people I've been in it for 34 years. This is the craziest market I have ever seen. So with that being said, you're right, getting a stager involved. And that's one of the things that we do. I've even hired uh, a person who will do organized packing for them, Mm -hmm. you know, because it seems like it's over, very overwhelming. You know, they have uh, children and they don't know where to start. They don't want to take half the things with them. So I've had organized packers come in. What's what's an organized packer? Someone who will, well, the person I hired, she actually, she does organization in people's homes, like sorting out their closets or things like that. So what she did is she came in and she took everything out of each room, put it in the uh, the middle of the room and had the person decide what they were keeping, what they weren't keeping, and what was going. Oh, she's like that that, that Netflix show. What's that? Uh, I think the woman is Japanese, and um, 
it's about minimizing and decluttering and she goes through people's homes and she does just that well and then during this time I found a person who will come and after, and she'll put it on Facebook for you and only charge 20% but she takes it out of your house puts it in her house charges you 20% to sell the items of your house if you don't want to donate them so it's been kind of fun coming up with some super sleuthing on how to make things work for people and I think that's what I and Tyler pride ourselves on being a full service agents and then also I think that's why we love being affiliated with Century 21 because we feel like you know Century 21 is a full service area as well because we have a great concierge service for our uh, buyers and sellers as well right you know why don't you tell a little bit about well, that part too? real quick the show if anybody's interested is called tidying up Oh, okay. Just in case someone wanted to. I've seen that a couple times. Yeah, I oh. can't remember what it was. We've seen it too. It's pretty cool. There's a book that my wife and her sister have that they gave to me. And it's on. It's all about organization. I forget the name of the book, but I have read it. And I thought, boy, that is a powerful book because it's just the way it is. It's the way we organize our lives and our rooms and our house and our schedule. I mean, yeah, it's it's really interesting. So what you have organized Packer, they they knew all about that stuff. Yeah, it was really interesting because you know I thought, well, I could go out there and help them and put everything in, but she, I went out to watch, and it was absolutely amazing. And act, actually, I paid for the first two hours of it. Uh, just to get the people because they felt so overwhelmed. The seller felt very overwhelmed. And I said, well, let me do this. I'll pay for a couple hours, and then you can decide if you can do it yourself there afterwards or not. And they ended up hiring her to do the whole thing because he said, we just don't have time. She's very organized because then she packed it. She put it in boxes. She labeled everything on the box so when they moved, they knew where the kids' ice skates were. They knew where the baseball mitt was. And then she put it all in a form that went, you know, box. A has this, this, and this, and she color coded it. Kids' room, you know, kitchen nice. room. So she was very, very detailed, very organized, and I really appreciated that. So, with that being said, Jim, and you know, going the extra mile and so forth, I remember, and how I met Sarah is you went out on a listing with me, and it was an executive home, and you said, Hey, I think you could benefit from some staging. And I had already mentioned it to the couple, but they weren't going to do it. They weren't going to paint. They weren't going to do a thing. And uh, Sarah came out, and the next thing you know, they painted and they did all kinds of things, and the home sold. Actually, we had three full price offers within a day. And that, that wasn't just in this crazy market. This was like five years ago. So that being said, Jim, the reason why that was a segue into... You introducing me to Sarah, there's so many other things that you have. You're such a wealth of knowledge, the things that our company uh, offers with the concierge for a buyer and seller. Well, break, break that down. I was going to say, you mentioned it earlier. Break down that. You're talking about Move Easy? Or is it Easy Move or whatever? It's Move Easy. But, move Easy. But there's other things too, and that's what I want Jim to talk about of all the things to the buyer and seller that you offer through our concierge. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously you sell a home and then there's a lot of things happen after the closing. There's a lot of services we offer. I mean, obviously we have professional ways of staying in touch with people way beyond social media and texts and email. You know, we want clients for life, right? I, I solved a big problem. This kind of gets back to this concierge thing. I solved a big problem for some team and some agent and some broker and I got involved. I just had to take control and I said, listen, I'm in charge. I'll, I'll make this happen. And, we're going to raise the price and 
seller wasn't happy with the price. So I said, well, let's raise it. I said, five minutes later, I'm in charge. It's in my name. I saw me in Tuesday or Wednesday. This was on a Thursday or Friday and sold the house over the weekend. Never even saw the house, never met the client. I negotiated the deal and uh, it was really incredible. We closed in two weeks. It was like from start to finish, this big problem. A guy wanted, we closed the deal. I'm at the closing and we close and everybody's happy. And the seller, a young couple, two kids and t two horses and dogs and cats. And they're in the country. And I started finding out, you know, a little bit more about their life because I just met these people, but we handled this big transaction for them. Well, they didn't leave. I mean, I've been to a lot of hundreds of thousands of closings and they got all the paperwork and their check and they were static and I didn't get up. I was just waiting for them to get up. Well, they didn't get up. And I thought, what's going on here? <laughs> Mr. Bradley, we want to sit here and thank you from the bottom of our heart about the fact that you run a company like you run and you dropped everything to get involved with us and then you made this happen? I mean, you have no idea from our point of view what, what that means. So they went on to explain it. And I went, wow. So I found out where they're moving. They're moving to the family farm and they're building a house. And they said, we want you to come out after you build the house. I said, great. And they still didn't get up. And I go, well, we got other services. You know, we can help you. We, we have things that we can help you with in the future. You know, we got all this stuff with discounts with all these services and is it Lowe's? I think we use Lowe's discount mm -hmm. cards. Like, really? And then they said to me, as long as we're alive and as long as you're alive, you're going to be our call for the next real estate deal. Our friends, our family. I go, thank you. But make sure you you know call people involved here. Well, no, we're calling you. I said, well, I'll refer to them anyway because I, I just, we have your back, which is the message I'm trying to get. Right. Our company, me as a broker owner, we have your best interest at heart. And we have your back. Now, you may think, well, these guys don't care about me. Well, guess what? When, when you service to the top with Vicky and I and we have an issue, we drop everything. It's kind of like when a baby shows up, we drop everything and say hello. Well, and I think that's true not only for the buyer and seller, the consumer, but it's true for us as real estate agents, too. If we've got a problem and we feel like we can't you know, figure it out, I can call Jim or I can call Vicki and in a moment's notice I'm called back and we're figuring it out. We've mentioned Vicki a few times. We probably should tell the listeners who Vicki is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, who the heck is Vicki? <laughs> well, Vicki Harding is the vice president of our company and she's been with us more than 40 years and she's incredible. She's now one of the most powerful trainers and managers in the world. She can she knows the offer to purchase in all the forms, whether it's new construction or existing. She knows the facts of life, and she's talked to the legal hotline every week for many years. She's almost an attorney. I go, where's my attorney at? <laughs> I know, that's true. She, she's run the Home Connection for like 10 years. You know, home Connection, what's that, the Jim? The TV show every Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. how, many, how many other... Brokerages have a TV show. Not. Oh, okay. So just checking. Who? Just just us? <laughs> Twenty. We started in ninety seven, so figured out. Twenty five years straight. I almost cut the TV show out of the budget two or three times, and I'm thankful I didn't. It makes us work harder and it makes us educate the consumer on everything you can imagine. We we haven't even talked about inspections. I'm sure you had an inspector on here, right? Oh, oh we've, we've had, had a couple. A few. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this industry is, is is difficult in a lot of ways. I mean, it's great, but there's a lot of facets to it. But yeah, Vicky is, 
She's an um, incredible person, and she's been with the company over 40 years, and she runs the Home Connection TV show, and every every week or two, it's different. You guys have been on there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, t- I have to tell you, the consumer watches it because I'll have people say, hey, will my house be on the TV show? Yeah. So I've yeah. had people say, hey, I saw you on the TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Tyler here has got a running commercial with one of our builders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I get Tyler, that quite a bit. I see him on the Lancia commercials every every week. Yeah, <laughs> I get that quite a bit, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we just, um, it's a marketing tool. Right. And, yeah, we, we really love it. Well, I don't know. I, I This is just a personal opinion, so take it for what it's worth. But... There's a book out called The Nordstrom Way. And The Nordstrom Way is a book that talks about how Nordstrom's store started out and it's all customer service. Customer service is really how the book goes. And I feel like I've read, I read that book in the 90s. I read it just here recently and I'm trying to pride myself on giving exceptional, extraordinary customer service. And I think that's what real estate's going to come down to is uh, customer service. And I think that's one of the things that Century 21 offers is an unbelievable amount of service. Um, if your agent can't get it done, you can call Jim or Vicki and they'll get it done. Or the things that the concierge department offers. Or we have such great staff that if there's an issue, somebody's willing to help you. And I think whether you're an agent or you're a buyer or seller, that's the thing that I think, Jim Bradley, don't you pride yourself on is your service? No, oh, absolutely. You know, one of the things that's interesting, during COVID, you know, we, we've been working on a new communication system. So you can call our phone right now and say, I want Tyler Morningstar. Please do. And it wait auto- a minute. Wait, wait, wait. With voice recognition, it automatically calls his cell phone. So we have the most sophisticated telephone system in the world. I, I just can't believe how companies just still have these old systems. But, but more importantly, it's like our motto is, you know, our customers and clients deserve and shall receive the finest service ever offered by a real estate company. And we do that with more services, more communication, more technology, and more of everything. It's like we're creative and we have the Bradley Buzz Tour, which is a whole other concept. But during the market, when it went down six, seven, eight, nine, and 10, we were actually gaining market share during that time. And that, that's when I decided to build a new company or new office. We did the Bradley Buzz checklist and people that weren't in the business then, they're like, what's that? It's a checklist to figure out how to market your house. And I'm so glad we went through that difficult time because we go look at a listing. We're like, look, take down the signs. The flyers are terrible. Take the house off the market. Reprice it. Restage it. Move this. Do that. Move the furniture. And it forced collectively the concept of none of us are as smart as all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's when I said earlier, it's a team sport. It really is. It's like what you learn after you know it all that counts, and that's like every day. Mm-hmm. But we have a lot of services, and we're still trying to you know tweak them. Right. And this Bradley Buzz thing. We'll probably tweak that as the market changes. It's like my 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 gift is I can go out and see why a house hasn't sold, and I can tell you what you need to do to make it happen in the next thirty or sixty days. Because there's always a reason. I'm closing a deal tomorrow. Tomorrow, that was on the market with one of our competitors, way overpriced, and then they dropped the price down to like ridiculous. And then he told the seller, "Hey, it's worth X." And I didn't know all this. I went out and looked at the house, and he's like, I'm, I'm getting this. I'm going to let take you over. You can take it over. I'm closing the house tomorrow without using any details. 
I'm closing this house for $350,000 more than the broker finally told him it sell for. And he had enough, you know. But the point is that we got creative. I mean, this guy had to do six, eight work, weeks of work, stager, pictures, open houses, TV show, you know, and we finally sold it. And it's a very unique house. So Tony Rankin said, Jim, when I can't sell a spec house, I take it off the market and call you. I said, thanks, Tony. He's like, that's your gift. Yeah, that's true. You've so, done that for me, too. So, you know, I mean, what I'm saying is we all have challenges. Well, we all have strengths and weaknesses. Right. Right. So what I what I might be not good at, maybe my mom's very good at, and vice versa, and so that works for our know, team, for our team, our or, and and also and also zoom out for the whole group of Century Twenty One Bradley. So Tyler, to your credit, you're coachable, teachable, and coachable and teachable. So like when you reached out to me on something, mm-hmm. I go here, you know, give mm-hmm. you this and give you that or presentation or whatever you need. I I kind of forgot about how I helped carry, but it's like, yeah, I pride myself on trying to help people you know it's a competitive business and i believe every buyer and seller should interview real estate people and i think you should hire the one that fits your needs but, and and personality right. and all of those but not things. only is it you know the other thing too is uh, i think that this company is fluid and what i mean by that is you know mom and i i had a i had a difficult transaction come up that was just really weird just a really really strange gray area and i called mom and asked her opinion about it and she was like you know i've been doing real estate for 35 years and i've never seen this <laughs> seen this before so my point in saying that is is you have to be able to be fluid and constantly shifting with things that are coming all the time it's new stuff all the time even though it's, we do it every day it's not normal every day like it's different every single transaction is different amen but that's what's appealing about being a realtor is trying to put A and B together. The challenge. That that that's part is very um, interesting and exciting mm-hmm. and how to make something work for your buyer or seller. So that part is really... And, and back to, I've had that happen too and as being in the business as long as I have, who's my go-to person? Ah, uh, Jim or Vicky. Vicky, <laughs> what, what do you think? I mean, yeah, I'm still an old dog, but I can learn new tricks. Jimmy so, forgot to say I was teachable and coachable too. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. This well, is we're just bantering. Oh, we're having know, fun. I'm going to say another thing. You're approachable, coachable, and teachable. Oh, so, I like there's that. There's a difference. Now, listen. I just thought of something. You know, we represent a lot of builders. Obviously, we represent a lot of relocation companies. Many years ago, maybe ten years ago, I had a relocation company call me and say, "Hey, Bradley, you guys do a great job, but you know, there's already been like five or six people at this house. Can I just get your opinion off the record?" I, I need it. You know, th- th- these appraisal prices are like all over the map. They like a, like we call it a five percent zone. Five percent zone. Let's say it's a three hundred thousand dollar house. They want it within fifteen thousand, one way or the other. Anyway, I went out this house, and when I look at your home, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it, and then I'm gonna go outside and look at the backyard, and I'm gonna look at it from every angle. So I went in the backyard and looked around, and this seller said, Jim. You know how many real estate people have been out here? I said, I have no idea. She's like, six. You're the number seventh. I said, so what, what's the point? She's like, you're the only person that went back to my backyard. What do you think? I said, it's incredible. She's like, you saw my backyard. And it reminds me of country properties where I went and walked the whole property. Maybe it was 10, 12 acres. And the seller would say, you're the only one that walked the property. How the heck do you know what you're selling if you don't walk the property? Yeah, you know it's funny. I learned this in new home construction. So, 
when we when I tell buyers about lots that are available, I'll tell them go walk the lot. Amen. Because we'll have people who buy this lot, never walk to the back, and then they have a patio, and then it just falls, just goes straight down, and they're mad at us. Yeah. Because of the lot, and it's like yeah. you need to go walk that thing and see what you're buying. Amen. So, as it turned out on that real thing, those guys decided they wanted to list their house with me, and I didn't go out there to list it. I just went out there to give somebody an opinion on price. They they wanted me to sell it. And by the way, it was on a very, very busy intersection, but they put up all these evergreen trees to block it off, and they wanted to see if I noticed that, because I'd pull up, I'd go, this is on a busy corner. I went to the backyard, and you couldn't hear anything, and I went, wow, it changed my perception of the property. So you know how it is, you drive down the street every day, and you see fences and houses, and you see houses all during your drive, right? And you're like, who bought all these houses that back up to this busy street? Mm-hmm. Right. Someone. Right. Mm-hmm. That- and you know what? That's really true because when you're taking someone out and they're looking, it's not only like busy streets, it's power lines yeah, and man. things like that. And, you know, I've had the power company come out and they'll say, oh, they only want to come between 10 and 2, uh, which is when the least amount of power is going through the wiring. And then, you know, they'll say, well, you'll say, do you think it causes cancer? I have no idea. You know, so, but no matter what, the, com- the consumer's conception is it does. Yep. So when you're selling a home that's a power line behind, you got to be really very, very careful. But, you know, back to, you know, because um, I'm sure, Jim, we could sit here all day and hear a lot of stories of you buying or sell, selling people's homes and things like that. But I want to talk about a little bit about how proud I was, and I, Tyler was with me when we went to convention, and how well known you are throughout the United States, because this was a convention in the United States, but how Century 21 is so recognized as such a powerhouse. Amen. And I have to say, I was in Las Vegas just a couple weeks ago and was talking to a company, a, a, a person, and they happened to be a real estate agent. He said, who do you work for? I said, Century 21. Bradley goes, oh my gosh, I think I've heard of you. Century 21 Bradley. And I'm like, really? So, I mean, that's pretty exciting and very proud to be associated with when that happens. So, tell us a little bit about that because we just touched a little bit about on, you know, number one in the world. So, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So, thank you, Gary. You know, we've been working hard all these years and doing the best we can. And we were recognized in the region for years and years. And 20 years and probably in 10 years ago I went Jim Vicky we're in the top 10 offices in the country she's like really I'm like yeah I think we're number eight and all of a sudden we started moving up seven this was like in 12 13 14 15 16 I said I think we're number three and all of a sudden in 2017 we became number one that's because we were growing our market share. You know, we went up like 200 million, 250, 300, 400, 500, 600, 700 million. We're talking, I mean, the company grew from 450 million to 1.1 billion in five years. I was like, whoa, what happened? So I want to make sure listeners understand what we're talking about. That's that's the volume of sales, right? Cumulative sales. Cumulative sales. Of what uh, homes, like the home values, add them all together, right? right? So just make sure everyone knows what those numbers so, are. And a unit is a, either a buyer or seller, okay? So we went from like, 1,200 units to 2,000 units to 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. So that's a buyer or seller buying through our, you know, through our situations. Well, you're right. All of a sudden, we go to the convention. Oh, my goodness. I didn't realize what recognition we get to be number one 
in the in the country. And then they said, well, you're number one in the system worldwide. I'm like, what? So that was 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. And here we are on our sixth year, God forbid, that we can win it again six years in a row. We're just proud of that because we're recognized by the system. And, not, and then they recognize the salespeople and the team leaders. And we've got some of the top team leaders and salespeople in the country. I'm sitting across from some powerful, powerful award winners. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. But here's the thing. How we get there is you touched upon the magic word is market share. And market share is what would be interesting to all of you out there because that means we're dominating in sales over our competitors. Is that not correct? That's correct. And I've tracked market share my whole career. Believe me, I remember when we only had a small market share and I just looked at who was on top and ahead of us and I'm like, wow, we just kept working and working. So by 2015, I think we were kind of dead even with number one, number two, number three as far as market share. And that was like seven years ago. And then we continued to grow and our market share increased and praise God we became the number one market share. But it's really because we have our our agents back, our builders back, and we have the clients back. By having all your services. Right, and we have your best interest. We have your best interest. I mean, I'll be candid with you guys. I have a real estate ring, which you can't really see, but I had it made years ago, and it says, under all is the land. And there, there's a word in there. It's in my ring. It says integrity and professionalism. So not everybody had integrity, so they're no longer with the company if that's the case, because I had to decide, you know, you don't operate under our values. So we pride ourselves on not only professional services, but, you know, we, we want to do everything's right. We want to do everything in your best interest and make it correct and honest and above board. Truly act as their fiduciary. There you go. Well, and I think that's why we thought it was really important to have you today, Jim, because we so respect you you. and feel so honored to be working here and all the things that you have to offer. So not just to the agent, but to the the consumer as well. Well, and hopefully, you know, the idea would be all of that mindset, the consumer benefits from all of that stuff. Absolutely just by Jim Bradley starting in what, 1974, 76? Well, I started in the business before that, but I started my own company in 77. But yeah, I I got in business in the early 70s. You know, I joined a few companies before I started my own. But yeah, it's just been a dream come true. And I'm thankful to God. And I have two words out there. There's a lot of words out there on the walls. One of them them says it's possible. And in the Bible, it says, with man, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. You know, I'm not trying to preach to you, but it's just a gift from God that we've done this. Well, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Well, Jim, hey, we thank you for coming today. It's been a great pleasure, very knowledgeable, always. Every time you're with Jim, you're learning something new. Yeah, and um, if you guys have any questions, we have our email. Still haven't gotten an email yet, sellingfwpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, our contact information is available along with uh, Mr. Bradley's in the show notes. Yeah, thanks so much. And uh, Jim, again, thank you so much for coming. I know that you're feeling a little under the weather, but still managed to muscle through and still Mr. Excitement. Yep. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's fun. Thanks, Carrie. Thank thanks you. for listening. Thanks, Tyler. Bye. Bye.